and welcome to another DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast episode 129. My guest on today's show is Tom from Allfather. Uh, he's also part of a, a black metal project called Wretched Empires. Uh, they've got an EP out called Bloom. Uh, it's out now on all sort of social streaming networks and whatnot, uh, Bandcamp, stuff like that. And also uh, the usual uh, streaming outlets. Uh, but also he's a front man for All Father as well, uh, which are kind of a big groove metal band um, out of uh, out of the sort of Kent area of the world. And uh, yeah, we talk all things All Father, all things Wretched Empires. It was a nice little chat. I've known Tom for a few years on social media, but we've never really like chatted or anything like that before. Uh, he's always recommended some good music to me. So um, yeah, why not get him on the show? Um yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool uh, so far with all these podcasts, all these like chats that I've been having. Um, it's been very helpful, to be perfectly honest, as well. And it's going to continue. I hope. I'm trying to get in contact with a lot more people. I'm actually drawing up a dream list that I'm going to put out on social media and see if I can get anyone off that said list, um, which would be kind of cool if it happens. If not, you know, say lovey. Another change to my radio outlets. Um, I know uh, last week, I think it was, I announced that Crossing the Streams was coming back. In fact, I've decided not to continue that show. Um, it was it was a decision because I was doing so many things and something had to give. I'm enjoying doing the podcast at the moment. Um, it's been a great outlet for me. And, and, and with the radio show that goes along with that as well, it's kind of easy to just sort of drop the interview in. play some music and uh generally like concoct an hour's worth of stuff uh with uh crossing the streams i love mixing music i do it quite a lot but recording it and getting it sounding right and it just felt a bit stilted and um total rock i got a few djs doing some alternative music and stuff like that and i thought i figured you know i've got two slots in there i, I need the one for the outlet at the moment it may come back in the future i know i'm going to do one big i'm actually going to publish the mix that i did the live show um on uh mixcloud so keep an eye out for that it was a good three hour mix um, I kept a digital copy of that, so I'm going to upload that at some point. I just need to track list it and uh, so I can actually put it up properly so all the artists get recognized for what I did, um, for what they did on my mix, um, so they get paid <laughs> on that front. Um, but yeah, no, Crossing the Streets, it's not dead. It's just in a prolonged hiatus. Uh, it's just that I, I need to sort of balance what I'm doing at the moment. Even though I've got a lot of like time, um, I figured I need to concentrate more on certain aspects. And, you know, I've got stuff for work to do and all that kind of stuff, so it's not like I'm not doing anything. And this podcast stuff is great because I'm chatting to people and it's it's just a nice easy flow really for me um on that front and i hope you guys are enjoying it uh it's not it's not bad news that i'm not doing that anymore um you can always go back and listen to old episodes of crossing streams they're all on my mixcloud i've just uploaded all my podcasts on mixcloud as well so you've got my entire kind of like broadcast library at the moment apologies for anyone that follows me on mixcloud uh i've just been spamming the whole past few days uploading loads of stuff i disconnected it from my twitter feed it got that bad because it kept posting up every time i did something um but yeah uh i've got 129 episodes on there now um including this one and uh 174 i think of actually crossing the streams uh there's probably a couple of missing off that but um there's like that means there's plenty of stuff up there there's like 
over 300 shows of me yapping away talking about when i used to be in a band or when i was in florida you know the usual sort of tidbits i usually hit in these interviews um but no uh <laughs> see i'm aware of it i just can't stop it. it just seems to come up in conversation you know that one time at band camp um <laughs> but yeah um i'm gonna uh, go into this uh, interview now because i am i'm waffling and i'm trying to fill time for some reason uh, it was a nice chunky interview this one and uh, i really enjoyed speaking to tom and um uh, yeah if you want to go check out all father go do it Bandcamp is the place to do it they've got a bunch of their music on pay what you want um and stuff like that and then you've got wretched empire so if you're into kind of like black metal it is very um uh, traditionally kind of like the traditional production side of things as well uh so you do get like the full kind of blast but we'll go into that in the interview i'm rambling uh but yeah uh this is tom from all father and wretched empires enjoy I've got Tom with me today. He is the front man from two bands. Um, you've got All Father and you've got Wretched Empires. Uh, welcome, Tom. Oh, sorry, I was just taking a sip of beer there. Hello, Barney. How's it going? You all right? Yeah. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Excellent. Was, excellent start there. <laughs> I was expecting a longer intro. That was all. Oh, no. I, never, I, I don't dwell on intros. I just want to get them over and done. It's the only sort of like pre kind of like radio voice thing I do. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> it feels awkward so i just get it over and done with but no that's all good uh welcome tom how you doing man uh, i'm doing really well all, all things considered doing really well thank you excellent excellent so um yeah like i said we're here today to talk about both your bands actually um you've got all father and you've got wretched empires um uh, both uh sort of very different styles uh in band um but what we're gonna do we're gonna talk about all father's start with then we'll get on to wretched uh, empires because you've got a a new release on that front haven't you we have yeah we have excellent excellent cool well let's start with um with all father um just purely because that stuff's already out there and and you're kind of doing a lot with that as well still um so yeah um could you give us sort of like a bit of background on the band itself sure we I've been going, I think, I can never remember if it's six or seven years now, um, but we, uh, six or seven years ago, uh, me and uh, uh, a guy called uh, Andrew um, were talking over Twitter, and uh, he asked me to come and play bass in a band that you want to set up. I said, I don't play bass, but I can sort of bellow into a microphone, and he said, yeah, that sounds that sounds all right. And then <laughs> uh, six or seven years later, here we are with, uh, I think, two demos, one EP, two singles, and two albums. Yeah. Um, so we released our second album, An All Be Desolation, in September 2018. Um, and previous to that, four years ago and one day ago, in fact, we released <laughs> our debut album, um, which was uh, Bless the Earth With Fire. We play a mix of, well, it's always hard to say, basically we're a, he- we're a heavy metal band. Yeah. But we bring into it, uh, we've got a pretty sludgy sound, but we plenty of like hardcore in there as well. Yeah. Bits of doom, little tiny sprinkles of stoner, some punk rock, um, and some solos, and just, uh, yeah, try and mix mix it all up together. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've got written down about sort of like style of band. <laughs> uh, I put kind of like big riffs and, and very sort of like groove laden stuff um but yeah also the element of hardcore and stuff i put in there as well so i was like ah, 
sort of yeah, we've cer- in the boxes, if you will. <laughs> we cer- yeah, we certainly we certainly sort of lead from a riff based approach to to, to songwriting. Um, so we'll between Andrew, uh, who's uh, actually our bass player now, but initially was our guitarist, yeah. uh, and Al, who's our guitarist now. Uh, they'll come up with a set of riffs and um, just will then over time build up build up demos and build up songs based on those. And um, we're really lucky that Andrew and, and Al are both really good at writing riffs. So yeah. um, we're um, really yeah that's that's where we that's what we build from. Nah, that's it's good stuff. Everyone, anyone listening, pause this, go listen to it. Um, <laughs> um but yeah no i was um just sort of uh, uh like i've been listening to your stuff since we sort of like sorted out this interview um i had obviously heard you before i heard the um uh, desolation album uh when you released it um like you said a couple of years ago and uh yeah no it's definitely good stuff i was just sort of um gonna sort of see what because you guys are sort of doing not so much releasing music at the moment but you're uh doing like sort of a pay-as-you-want uh, thing on your on your music and you're sort of donating the proceeds well um so we as I said it's been our, our latest album has been out i think more than 18 months now mm. and uh i think probably about a year ago i made everything but that album pay as pay as you want because yeah. um, that not necessarily from a donation point of view but it just felt more accessible gives on makes our music more accessible and actually I probably need to do some proper research on this, but I find that um, actually the sales of those um, records, even at quite a small level, is feels like it's it happens more when you don't put a price tag on it. Mm. Um, so you might not you get more sort of small sales rather than the, the big big one off. And then when when the COVID stuff started, uh, it just felt like the right thing to do, eh? just to give people access to um, access to to more music to listen to, and we're generally, as a band, in a fairly solid position financially, um, certainly at the moment. And it's just uh, we, we still, when we made it free, all of a sudden people started spending money on it. Yeah. So we actually encourage people not to spend money on our music <laughs> and to take it for free. But generally, you know, every every week or so, we see how much we've we've got, and we'll 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 donate some most of it to to charity. Um, and we've been picking like different local charities to uh, to to do that to over the last over the last few weeks. Um, and we'll try we'll try and continue to do that as as uh, as long as we can. Um, so yeah, you just just like yeah. I said just felt like the right thing to do. Nice, nice. You got to love a bit of reverse psychology in there as well. Just like, well, like you know. <laughs> well, it, 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 you know, it was it was not purposeful, but every no. time I say, please don't spend any money, spend it somewhere else, do something else with it. People, three or four people buy the album. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you got a future in sales, sir. Well, oh. yeah, it seems so. <laughs> Cool. Um, what are your guys' plans at the moment? Obviously, with COVID in in its in its midst, but um, what what are your sort of like plans going forward, like with All Father? So, uh, literally, I think the day of uh, the day before lockdown, or a couple of days before lockdown, we were about to um, go into a practice room and, and, and basically finish off the last couple of songs we've got for the new album. Um, and so we've got four, five, I think five songs written now, mm. um, pretty much completely written um, for for the new record. And we wanted to do two or three more. Um, 
and obviously we just haven't haven't had an opportunity to do that. We've got all the demos sitting there. Um, last year we worked on um, we had we've. we've We've got an ongoing joke. We've got issues with drum. We've never been able to keep a drummer. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have got one at the moment. And um, But last year, we're, we're, during the summer, we had two drummers. We had uh, our current drummer, who's who's my little brother, Guy, yeah. used to play in a band called uh, Pay No Respect. Um, he's a brilliant drummer. And he was like helping us out from a live point of view. Uh, and then at the same time, we were doing some writing with a chap called Jason Fry, who's the drummer from a band called Harrowed, who's also recorded all of our work up until now. Mm. Um, and sort of like the sometimes feels like a bit of the extra member of the band, <laughs> a really good friend of ours. And in fact, Al, who's our guitar player, uh, now plays bass in Harrowed as well. Um, so we worked we worked some demos through with him playing drums for us, and we got I think. Eight, eight demos down with sort of either guitar and guitar and drums or guitar bass and drums all live and we've dropped so this year we've been trying to build on those and um, and um tweak them and add vocals and things like that and we we're just getting some some real momentum behind it before before all this kicked in so our plans are as soon as this finishes and as soon as we're in a position to safely get back together and um continue writing with that that's what we're going to do um, we may be slightly less ambitious with our the amount of songs we can get we can we can get written for for the album. I think we were like yeah let's do eight maybe ten and have a couple f- spare and we could do some splits. I think we might wind that back a little bit. But um, yeah, we've got a load of new material that we just want to get on with. It's um, it's really exciting for us to to write new music. We we don't get a lot of time to practice together because of jobs and families things like that. So it always feels like it takes forever. Um, but like I said, we've got five or six tracks. They are, they're definitely all father tracks, but they're, and this is where I always start to sound like any cliched musician talking about new music. Uh, they are certainly not more melodic than that are, they are much, they are probably much heavier than our previous stuff. Okay. And with some more extreme elements put in there, some faster sort of like death metal and some blast beats and things like that. Um, and we were we, we recorded we were a five piece when uh, Desolation came out and we're now a four piece. Yeah. So we've taken a slightly stripped back approach to songwriting as well. Um certainly for, for, for these set of songs. So it's slightly more of a punk rock hardcore sound, but shouldn't be too much of a um uh difference between previous material. Yeah. But um we're, we're, it's just really exciting to play these songs and feels like feels like the right way for the for the band to go awesome awesome well i look forward to that i'm looking forward to a lot of new music to be honest as well a lot of bands are kind of uh like obviously delaying stuff um at the moment but um no there's going to be very very a lot of a lot of good music out there um like I think there's, a, there's a slight danger that come come the end of this year loads of loads of songs have been written during this period called isolation and uh all yeah. by myself and things like yeah. that hundreds of bands with uh, lockdown um lockdown songs but we're going to try and avoid that we're not we're not going to try and fall into that no covid blues so <laughs> uh, yeah that's what we're gonna try and do anyway try we'll try it'll, it'll sneak in there somehow <laughs> it always does um but yeah no uh, you were chatting about sort of like a sort of death metal sound that kind of brings us on to your 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 current project that you've got going on uh with wretched empires um you guys just released uh, uh an ep called bloom uh literally a couple of weeks ago right yeah yeah 
Um, it's 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 quite a different sound to All Father. Uh, whereas All Father, you got that kind of like big riff, kind of uh, um, like you say, sort of doomy, stonery sort of sound going on. Uh, with with um, Wretched Empires, it's very much on the sort of more sort of thrash, sort of um, black metal side of things. Yeah, it's a more or less not so it's not straight up black metal, but the, a big chunk of it is based around based around black metal. Mm. Uh, Cody and uh, Will from from the band um, I met via via Twitter and band stuff. So they used to be in a band called Red Bait, and they're from St. Louis in in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and was speaking to them for ages before this. Well, certainly to Will anyway before before this came along about about those bands. And he was a fan of All Father. And I think probably uh, at the end of 2018. There was some band stuff going on in All Father, and it felt like not a lot was happening. And I sort of, in a uh, emotional, <laughs> emotional state, put put it on Twitter about, oh, I want to be in some other bands. And uh, Will jumped on it and said, look, I'm a, a big fan of what you've done in um, some of the higher screamy stuff you've done in uh, All Father on the last album. Just wondered if you thought, wondered if you'd be interested in doing some vocals on a black metal project that me and me and Cody have got going. And I said, well, if you think I can do it, I've not really done black metal before. And um, he said, no, I think you can absolutely do it. And he sent me a big chunk of uh, guitar, guitar demos again. And um, I started listening to them and it was a very, uh, very different style of music to write lyrics to. Um, And I've always found the, the stuff for all father, about two two or three songs aside, it's quite e- easy to work out like vocal phrasing and timing and things like that about where vocals should sit within that song and where you put like shouty bits to make it good and where you you know where you don't sing as well. But certainly the 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 the, the stuff that that Will sent me, I was like, oh okay, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be different. Uh, and as a result, it took me quite a long time to to work out work out those songs um and then halfway through sort of all father stuff kicked kicked off a little bit again and um delayed it a little bit but uh yeah so we i think at the so the album the the ep came out two weeks ago and i think six weeks ago i finally got into a studio al from the al from all father came and helped me out with recording the vocals so about six weeks ago I, i recorded the vocals and then Sent them over to Will, and he. I've been waiting so long for him. <laughs> <laughs> he mixed them and everything in about in about a week, and then we were uh, we were ready for for release for it. So uh, yeah, it came out a couple of weeks ago, and um, went went down really really well. Considering we did about a week of press, yeah, um, had nothing out before, and sold I think you know way over a hundred copies of it in the first in the first week or so, and yeah blown away by the by, by by how people found it i mean i thought it was i thought it was really good because you always do when you 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 write your own you know when you yeah. work on your own material but with certainly with a with something that's debut you're never sure how it's how it's going to land but i think the mix of uh sort of the black metal approach and it the, the production on it is a very sort of i would i don't know a lot about black metal so i'm guessing a bit here sort of quite a traditional <laughs> uh gnarly sounding production on it yes um probably fairly traditional 
um, vocal styles as well. But mixed into the, to that black metal, there's some some like DB and some punk and some hardcore. And I think the biggest standout is some of Will's lead guitar work and solos, which at time feels quite almost like classic metal, mm. but but doesn't but doesn't like make it sound weird it fits in really well with how those how those songs have been have been structured and um that i think that in particular when we've been sort of looking at reviews and what people have said has certainly been the, the big standout for that so um yeah really really happy with it well, that's really cool i mean it's, like i said you said the like production side of things it is very traditionally like that when i when i listened to it i was like this sounds like black metal as in the production yeah. side of it because it has it like they've, they've always had that kind of um raw uh sounding um elements to their music yeah and i think i think again this is where black metal elitists might tell me to shut the fuck up but um, (laughs) but obviously when when black metal started off a lot of it was sort of bedroom recordings and things like that and it feels like uh from then on many bands have tried to recreate that sort of basement sound even when they're doing big studio albums and but this was recorded in in will's basement so uh, he's got a little studio set up um, down there. So um, it's not like he's made it sound like it's recorded at home. It was recorded at home. Um, the vocals weren't, to be fair. That was a studio. I don't have quite the setup at home to be able to, to be able to do that. But um, a lot, a lot of that sound is because it's, it's it has been recorded at home. And it's a very DIY approach um, from from what we've done. So yeah, that's why. It, it, and I think it, I think it works really well. Um, as someone that again, I don't know if you talked about this a few times, but not not knowing and not being a massive black metal fan, yeah. something I, I did down again think, oh, what, what, you know, if we put some proper production on this, it would sound amazing. And I was like, no, let's <laughs> <laughs> see, let's see how it goes down. And you know, absolutely right. I think it, it's it suits it so well, and um, the whole the whole feel of the, the the record really works for me. So cool, cool. Yeah, now I've got a few friends that are into that sort of that specifically that genre. And uh, from a lot of the stuff they sort of like, like send me or play me, it, it is it does very much sound like, like yeah. you know, traditional black metal, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, that's all cool. So, how did you find it? Um, kind of like doing a kind of international kind of project. Um, it the the talking to band member things has been fine actually. The the sort of can you do this? And what are, what are the lyrics need to be about? So I basically said to, to, well, what do you want me to write about? This is very much his project. And whereas sort of all father, me and me and Andrew have, um, have very much written, written all our lyrics together in the same vein. We know what we want to talk about. So I said to him, what, what do you want me to, to talk about? And he, he said, he explained to me what he, what he wanted to do. Um, and it's been really easy to just take that. So I've did wrote some lyrics, sent it to him. He said, that's great. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And bearing in mind the amount of drama that usually comes with being in a band, <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been more or less very stress-free. The biggest, I, I think he's probably been quite patient with me in terms of the amount of time it took me to, to get the, uh, the vocals sorted out. Mm. Um, but uh, it was, it's been really easy. The, hard, the hardest thing for me is, has been trying to practice vocals without a band around you. Yeah. Uh, so I'm used to being in a big, loud practice room and bellowing into the microphone and it, it sounding, you know, it's loud enough that you can't really hear yourself yes. um, acoustically. You can yeah. only hear your amplified self. But when, but trying to recreate that with a, with a set of demos and me 
in a in a rehearsal room by myself trying to get all those levels right. I'm not a I'm not a PA man, you know. I'm I'm, I'm a vocalist. I don't I don't understand how music works. So, <laughs> um, trying to get all those levels right, and then that sort of new new vocal approach as well. That although I've done sort of high high screaming stuff, I've not done it for like all the songs all the way yeah. through, and the sort of difficulties that with um, the phrasing, like I spoke about earlier, all those things combined together made it it really difficult to begin with to try and feel comfortable doing it. And I think I had probably about two or three uh, vocal sessions by myself, and I was just like, "Damn it, man, I can't get this to work. I really don't like this." And then towards the end of last year, I think like October time, I did a, I did a couple, and something just clicked, and all of a sudden it was really easy. So so any of the the, the issues has been is the time I've taken and me and me going to, to, to Will, I'm sorry, I've, I've not got this right or this doesn't sound quite right or if I do this again, it'll be, be higher. And But otherwise, it's been it's been really, really straightforward. Cool. Um, just the, the, the technical aspects of, of recording um, has been has been a bit of a challenge, but most of it, the hardest bit has been, for me, practising without a band around me, which is what I'm used to. Cool. So, how did you maintain your voice during this? Like, like because obviously, like you, you said, you weren't like used to persistently singing like on those high sort of like tones and and notes. What? How did you sort of like maintain your voice in between? Because obviously, it's quite easy to sort of uh, to, like in my experience anyway, it's quite easy to blow it out uh, if you're not careful. Well, I think I've been doing All Father so long that incorporates. I've tried to incorporate over over the over the years, sort of all levels. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm from a. I'm not sure how, you know if whether technical voice coaches would agree, but technically, I'm. I can do what I can do, and rarely is it a problem. Um, so I can do like a three, four hour practice session, and with that sort of different ranges of stuff, I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. As long as I've warmed up properly, I get my breathing right. Uh, it took me about two years to realise if once you've warmed up, you drink a cold beer, you throat restricts again and you're back to where you started but i've learned that now that's good um so uh and uh i've got like a a routine i go through to warm up that just gets my voice into the right place um that that i can do those things and it it was just learning a new routine for this to be able to do that um and actually ended up the, the way i did it in the end was the first sort of half 45 minutes uh half hour 45 minutes i put on all father songs mm. and sung them and, and ended with the songs that had the highest ranges in them so i think there's uh night of the jackal uh, jackal's night and by saw by family by play both have really high bits in them yeah. so i finished with them and then was able to transition quite easily to start practicing the higher stuff because i'd already done it in a comfortable way with songs i knew yeah I was then able to to do it all the way through with um, the songs for uh, for Wretched Empires. So in the same session, I'd like practice, warm up with all father songs, start singing Wretched Empire songs, and then I'd done that. I think just enough to get confident. And for me, the, the biggest trick to vocals that I've learned: once you've got into a position where you your throat can do it, and your lungs can do it, and your diaphragm can do it. Is the confidence once you're if you're not confident about doing something, your voice will, will it will show in your voice. Yeah. And once you're confident with it, 
you're, you're laughing. And I think I just got to the point with Wretched Empires for recording where I was confident with it. I think next time I'd like to probably do a couple more practices so I could get even more even more confident and familiar with what I was doing. But that that was the sort of the, the, the journey getting from stuff I know, the new stuff, confident with the new stuff and being able to do it without without the you sort of voice wobbling and things like that. Yeah. But I, I've not blown my voice out in, in, in ages. And the only time I generally do that is if I'm playing a live show in the PA shit um, <laughs> and, I, and I can't, and I can't hear myself. And then I yeah. sometimes overcompensate and realize, Oh, bugger up. This is, this isn't going right. That lack of monitors. It's always the La- lack of monitors. Lack of monitors. And usually I'll just, ju- I'll just go out in front of the, the PA and, uh, and, and, and listen to myself there. But um, it, it is something that I'm, I'm, I'm always really conscious of. And no ma- I mean, no matter how many times you sound check, as soon as you play the first note, on stage, everything's different anyway. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it didn't in, in sound check and yeah, yeah, bad bad monitors is is the biggest uh, risk to me blowing out my voice. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I, I blamed many a bad monitor in my time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's cool. So yeah, I was I was going to relate with that as because say you do become very self conscious when you're sort of like when you are singing, you're not comfortable with what you are singing, like in the stars that you've got it, and is that sort of you've got to battle that kind of like you've got to get over yourself, if you will. Um, yeah and and the rest of the band especially guitarists forget how hard it is to practice vocals when you're not in a studio mm-hmm. so they'll go oh yeah i played you know i played played through my bedroom with my headphones on and got used to it and i can't i can't i can't sit around my house screaming my head off you know <laughs> it just, just just doesn't work like that so um having to always go into like a studio type situation to be able to properly practice your vocals through a proper PA is um sometimes expensive and yeah. inconvenient sometimes and feels weird but uh it's something I'm getting I, I just got to do sometimes to yeah. to get that get that practice going cool so this this wretched um empire is it just a studio project or are you guys planning to sort of at some point <laughs> maybe you know no it's it's very much a studio project yeah. uh a because of the the, the distances involved yeah. and yeah. um uh, I would say extremely unlikely to ever be in a financial position where we could do anything others do anything else. Uh, also, Will, I don't think you'll mind me saying, uh, uh, has no interest in playing live at all. Oh, uh, it's just not something he enjoys doing uh, <laughs> in any way, shape or form. And uh, I think the combination of those two things means it will very much always be a, uh, a studio studio project. Yeah. But um, that's fine. That's cool. you, you know, you know where you are with that, and we've got. Uh, I think I've got three or four more demos in my uh, in my inbox that I'm starting to, to to look at and work through, and so we're hoping for a, another EP at some to- at some point. Um, again, once him and Cody are able to be in the same room together to to, to practice and uh, and record, we'll uh, hopefully have a at least another EP sorted out. Cool. Um, but it, we we we're the, the I think the idea, unless. Um, will tells me otherwise is to keep is to keep doing this keep producing more more music while we can yeah yeah cool excellent good stuff well um i've got a couple of questions left for you okay uh, these are my uh sort of like uh these are my generic questions apart from my generic intros um, <laughs> um um but these are sort of just more centered around yourself um just sort of getting to sort of like know where you've been where you've come from where you're at now is um like your three sort of top albums that have influenced the the singer musician that you've become um, so the ones that really made you want to pick up a microphone, you know, stuff like that, that really influenced you. 
Yeah, definitely singer, probably not musician. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, that's, good. that's a good question. So I think, first and foremost, my favourite album of all time ever is the Rage Against Machine debut uh, for many reasons, uh, mainly because, A, it's awesome. It's pretty much perfect all the way through. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, it, it just used to hit, so it still does hit really hard. Uh, I think in various cover bands I was in as a as a youngster, I've pretty much covered at one at some point every single one of those songs on 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 the debut. Badly, obviously, obviously, but, 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 <laughs> time. but I think um, the vocal approach to the anger that was always in uh, Zach's voice in on on that album in particular is just just always blew, blew me away. So I think that that one for certain. I think. Uh, from a vocal range point of view, in a very much sort of metal way, uh, what's his face from um, Lamb of God? Oh, Randy. Uh, Rand- Randy's. I've, I've liked him for a few years. Why I can't remember his name all of a sudden, but he's that that sort of fairly unique, almost gargling thing he had going on back yeah. back when they released um, Palaces and the way he goes from low to high, and again the way they the way he's able to phrase some of his, some of their best songs, the phrasing and the way, the way he, he puts things together with, with that range has always, has always really impressed me and um, something that's probably influenced me quite a lot. Um, and I'm just trying to think from a, from a hardcore band point of view, I've very much really into, always been into, into hardcore as well. And things like the way really good hardcore singers can put in a good mosh call or something like that, that yeah. just, completely transform something but just trying to think of um one album that that probably does that for me but it's probably lots of different songs and things like that but i think for maybe from a from a just always really impress from a frontman point of view neil fallon from clutch nice um the way he's he just i saw him at brixton academy last year um and it was them on a massive stage there was the four of them they had Three cabs, maybe even two cabs, a drum kit and him. Yep. And they, uh, through that, and him in particular, just had the whole place in awe of them. I just think being able to be that sort of charismatic front man, he doesn't do a lot. He doesn't, he doesn't make a big meal of it. He doesn't, there's no, there's no gimmicks. It's just him performing the songs, his voice and his lyrics. I, th- I think it's always really impressed me. And um, I suppose from that point of view, I'd say that... Um, uh, any sort of clutch album, and I suppose the Lamb of God album that's the the, the first one. I think you asked albums, didn't you? Yeah. So uh, the first, the first, <laughs> uh, no, the uh, As Palaces Burn, yeah, uh, Lamb of God album, and uh, Always for Me, Blast Tyrant. I think is yeah. um, is the best clutch album. Excellent. No, I love Blast Tyrant. There you go. No, that's all good. Thank you for that. Um, no, I was going to say with with like the Lamb of God thing. Um, I, <laughs> name drop him. I actually had him on my show recently, um, oh. <laughs> so I, I got to speak to him before they. Uh, well, before they delayed the album. To be honest with you, so yeah. Um, but the new album's really good, by the way. I'm telling everyone this. It's not coming out until September, but I've got it. So <laughs> yeah, I've. I, I mean, in all honesty, I've heard. I think the songs I've heard of it are just gr- they're great Lamb of God songs. And I would say that some of their, for me, some of their later stuff can be a little generic. Mm. Uh, I think the um, the album with Embers on it and Five One Two, the yeah. one with the strange name, I think is fantastic. Is, is brilliant. I absolutely love that. I love the Wraith album. Um, 
and a contractor on the Wraith album. I still think it's just one of their it's a perfect little three minute metal song. Yeah. Um, but I'd, I'm interested to see what the new, the, the new album's like. Uh, the, 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 I think the couple of songs I've heard off of it, I think I've been great Lamb of God songs, but I've not been utterly blown away by them. So, but I'm, I am looking forward to the, to the album as a whole. Yeah, no, there are some, there are some good other tracks on there. So it's, 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 it is worth oh. looking forward to. Um, but yeah, and no, I was just going to say, he comes from like the sort of like um, punk background. Um, Cause I sort of asked him the same sort of questions, the sort of generic questions um and his sort of like influences and stuff are very much sort of um like punk bands yeah like sort of so they have that kind of like you know that punky hardcore or he has that punky hardcore element to him so yeah no indeed sort of straight up metal but no clutch fantastic every time i've seen them live um i remember the first time i saw them live was in uh, the concord in um in brighton brighton many yeah. many many years ago it was them and candiria were playing together they're doing it's a hell of a tour to be fair uh, wasn't that with because i saw him i think i saw him with raging speedhorn were headlining at the astoria or the la2 might have been the la2 and yeah it was the la2 with uh clutch was supporting them okay um and uh i i think i i i hadn't quite got the full clutch love on at that point because i think that was on the pure rock fury tour it wasn't until Blast Tyrant that I fully fully embraced them, but um, yeah, I th- again, I think it's less less the albums and the vocal range, and more just that that as a live yeah. persona, um, as a live persona, it's just engrossing, and he's not doing a lot apart from singing and waving his hands around a bit. Yeah, yeah, no, that's pretty much all he was doing then. To be fair, um, yeah, but no, I remember the show. It was it wasn't uh, Raging Spirit. I won't plan that one. It was uh, actually I don't know if you remember these guys, Landmine Spring. I love. Oh man, <laughs> they that opened... first, that, the first Landmine Spring album is it Elephantine? Yeah, oh, I still love that album. I still listen to it like once a month. It is absolutely phenomenal. Nice. Yeah. No, they they were opening that show, and then it was I think it was Clutch supporting and Candiria as headliner. Okay. Um, I have actually I caught, I saw Clutch at the Concord Two. Yeah. Me and me, me and the other half went. Uh, uh, at what tour was it? Might have been the cousins from the West Tour. I think it might have been. Mm. Um, and I don't even know who the sport band was, um, <laughs> but but again, they were they were they were fantastic. Nice, nice, excellent. So, um, last last question: uh, What are your sort of hobbies away from music? So, when you're not writing for Wretched Empires or you're not doing anything all father, and we're not in lockdown generally, uh, <laughs> what do you do as sort of like hobby wise? It's just. I don't know. I think just music mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, listening to music. Uh, I've got a family, so I've got you know three kids. Got the other half. Got work. Um, so just sort of family things. I do a bit of cooking. Cool. Like like my beers, but mostly it's it's mostly based around listening to music, going to see music, writing music, talking about music. Um, Everything music. And yeah, where yeah. <laughs> just music basically so um i don't think i've got any other hobbies no cookie i suppose cookies cooking's cooking. the, the the biggest the biggest bit especially grilling grilling during the summer yep uh when it's when it's not raining getting the uh getting the grill out that's what i like to do cool are you a specialist when it comes to the grill uh no um i i, I can't afford to so i've got a big <laughs> i've generally got a big traditional barbecue that i'm a mostly a charcoal uh, charcoal yep uh, a charcoal griller um if i had more space time and money i wouldn't mind a little gas gas griller to, for okay. convenience but i'm um, uh, used to be a traditional british barbecuer 
Nice. So charcoal, <laughs> you cook it, you get it off, you eat it. It's great. I have started to to use the the, uh, the grills more for slower cooking, bigger joints of meat. Nice. Um, and uh, just take it. Not quite gone to smoking yet. I tried it for a bit. Didn't quite work. I might go back to it, but trying to do sort of less less small bit like less burgers and sausages and yeah. more you know uh slower cooking over the charcoals um yeah did you, a nice bit lamb big bits of lamb and big bits of beef and things like yeah. that on it yeah it's really about utilizing that because you get a lot of heat off those coals i know we're kind of going off a massive tangent here from music but <laughs> uh, i love barbecuing i've 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 sort of like i got really um into it um when i moved over to america because yeah. it's quite a big thing over there so i got into sort of like smoking methods and and what to cook on the grill because normally before that i was kind of like you know like say traditional british barbecuer you know you sort of throw it on there grill it hope yeah. that it's cooked through especially on the sausages and the chicken and yeah. then you know <laughs> maybe maybe burn it um but now i'm like i i obviously I, well i say obviously but i hand make all my all my burgers i like larger cuts of meat like i'll try i've gone through the smoking method and everything um and i've got my sort of like almost technique down for certain meats well i did i think two things i did last year which were game changers i did uh, a friend's house got some beef short ribs in like a soy sort of thai no it's fish sauce not soy fish sauce thai yeah. marinade and cooked them for about four or five hours yeah. on on very low coals and they were ridiculously good. And then I did a uh, lamb shoulder with like a pomegranate glaze thing for about four hours. Nice. Um, and both of those things came out really well. And I've been looking forward to getting back out in the garden. I think I did a big bit of steak a couple of days ago, so not, the weather's been nice, yeah. um, which I didn't quite get right. Too, cooked it too quickly too hot even though it was a big steak so i need to chill out a bit more and take it a bit more easily but i didn't have good coals for that one so um yeah i yeah. i suppose now i've said all that cooking is probably yeah. my, um, no, definitely definitely I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a big cook myself so it, it, this is something i'd like i don't get to talk about too often especially barbecuing <laughs> um but yeah no i just like it's like i was gonna say before it's like utilizing the amount of heat you get from these coals or the, the length of the heat you get from them because like you could throw like hot dogs and burgers on there cook them up in 10 15 minutes but then your your barbecue is going to remain hot for the next few hours um, yeah and it's kind of I'm like a... getting you getting that kind of like uh use of that coal that you're not using yeah i'm 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 an impatient cook and i have <laughs> i'm working on my patience for things i i worked as a chef part-time for about 20 years ah. not like not like a posh chef like a Line, line cook i think you call it they're called in america but you know <laughs> doing steaks in a in a big family restaurant and things yeah, like that so yeah. that's all about quickly getting stuff done and getting it in a good position getting it out the door and i have more time to do things when i'm by myself and i just need to be a bit more patient with things than i than i than i could be which would be better for, better for the food at the end of the day I mean, if you want quick i say quick smoke stuff uh a quick smoke thing if you get chicken wings i mean they're dead cheap anyway um but not for the pun there sorry um <laughs> totally totally not meant to um but um no uh smoking wings are that's that's a real like it, it it's it's done within less than a few hours generally um because there's not much sort of like like it's not very like thick meat to cook yeah yeah you can get that real smoky sort of chicken taste on it 
we're a um, we're a, we're a big chicken wing family, so okay. Um, probably once once a fortnight we have huge amounts of chicken wings cooked up, yeah. uh, mostly in the oven. But um, I'm looking for again getting the opportunity to start putting some of them on the grill and slow kicking them. But I might try a try a smoke on them to be a quick smoke on them to begin with. Yeah, do that. That and pork belly is a good one as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Pork then, yeah, that's a good one. I I, I enjoy doing that one as well. So yeah. Cool. Well, I'm really hungry now. Uh, <laughs> not having my dinner yet. Um, uh, but no. Cool. Um, Tom, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate it. No worries. It's been nice, nice to talk to you. Yeah. Um, good luck with uh, with the Wretched Empire stuff um, and all that. And I look forward to hearing some more All Father once this whole shebang kind of uh, disappears on us. Well, it won't, probably won't disappear for a while, but trying to remain positive and looking forward to stuff yeah as long as we can get as long as we allow four people in a room we can we can get going on stuff yeah. so once we get to that point we'll be we'll be good cool well man um uh, thank you very much actually one more thing before we go uh just, I, I already said it like because we've known each other on twitter for a while um i think that's where we kind of like met years ago over i think i'm gonna say vision disorder Vision, yeah, my the, my main base of uh, Twitter followers were as a result of Vision Disorder, I think. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> fantastic band, love them, love them completely. Um, but um, no, I was going to say thank you for the Smash Hit Combo recommendation years ago. Oh shit, no yeah. worries. I was just trying. I was like looking at something. I was like, oh fuck, you were the one that did that. Um, yeah, no, I yeah. love that band. Um, I've actually had them on the show as well. Um, oh, cool. And uh, it was just before they released their double. Well, I say double album. One was it was like a one was French, one was English album um yeah no no thank you for that because they're they're on my they're re- on my regular playlist so i forgot i completely forgot about them so i'm gonna have to go back and listen to them again now yeah they've got like i said they've got an album in english now so it's not all french sort of oh, rap cool. or, um <laughs> they've they got a, a like i think it was a couple of years ago they got a, a a vocalist that could well sing in english um and uh they did an album like the same album but one in french and one in english so but yeah no thank you i just want to say thank you for that uh sorry right. as we're here so um but yeah um cool well like i said good luck with everything man and um yeah have a good rest of your evening cheers you too mate thank Be you mate. bye-bye bye-bye